Welcome to Data Points, a podcast by InterSystems Learning Services. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. Links can be found at datapoints.intersystems.com. I'm Derek Robinson, and on today's episode, I'll chat with product managers Carmen Logue, Benjamin DeBeau, and Thomas Dyer about the overall analytics and AI technology stack at InterSystems and how these products fit together. Welcome to the Data Points Podcast by InterSystems Learning Services. On today's episode, we have a bit of a roundtable discussion for you with three guests that have each appeared on prior episodes of Data Points Carmen Logue, Benjamin DeBeau, and Thomas Dyer. These three are all product managers or specialists for different product and feature areas within the analytics and AI part of the InterSystems technology stack. In our conversation, we'll talk about what technologies exist in this area, how they fit together, how some customers may use these features, and more. All right, so Carmen, Benjamin, and Tom, thank you all for joining us on the podcast today. Why don't we start by introducing yourselves? I know you've all been on the podcast before in past episodes, but uh, Carmen, we'll start with you. Sure. Good to be here again. Uh, yeah, my name's Carmen Logue, and I'm a product manager on the uh, database platforms team here at InterSystems. And my focus is really on the kind of business intelligence reporting um, aspect of things. So that's that set of users. Cool. Benjamin? Hi, and thanks for having us. So my name is Benjamin DeBeau. I've been with InterSystems for 10, almost 11 years. And I look after, uh, within the Data Platforms product management team, look after data management uh, subjects. Cool. Yeah, my name is uh, Tom Dyer, and I'm a product specialist, and I work same team as uh, Carmen and Benjamin, uh, but focusing on machine learning and, and AI within our database platform product. Nice. Great. And so thank you all again for joining us. And of course, we're, we're still doing these remote interviews after all this time, but hopefully before long, we'll be able to have a real roundtable in person again um, in our office. But so uh, starting with you, Benjamin, let's, uh, we're going to be talking about our AI and analytics offering uh, within the InterSystems technology stack today. So um, let's start out with just telling us a little bit about, give us a little overview of the AI and analytics offering that we have. It'll be one big overview today. <laughs> it, let's, let's start with the beginning and, and maybe a little bit of uh, history because in a different life, I would have been a history teacher because uh, we really evolved quite a bit over the past, say, four or five years. So, and that's, um, that, that has been uh, an, an, active, uh, an active process because we've, we've really started thinking about analytics and AI in a different way. So previously, again, say up to four or five years ago, we typically uh, work closely with uh, development shops, with application partners that develop their applications, and we embedded select um, analytics capabilities inside of our platform so that they could take advantage of that in their application. So our audience was largely developers that then built something for their customers. And those those customers that, that went all the way from, from hospital information systems, lab systems, to uh, outright carpentry coordination systems. Uh, but now we've, we've really started to cater more directly to um, to a much broader audience of, of, of end customers that includes uh, still developers, but also data scientists, data engineers, uh, analysts, and also uh, totally non-technical people. So that means that we've tried to really get under, under the skin of these, these people and, and try to understand how they think, what they need, and make sure that we 
we have the solutions or we have the, the technology in our platform to serve those people's use cases. And that very often meant that we went uh, higher up the stack, that we had to uh, offer more uh, visually appealing, uh, more um, client uh, kind of tools. And you could think of that as uh, capping the stack. And so that's, that's really how we've been evolving our platform from a couple of uh, embedded technologies that were really closely embedded, uh, close to the data, uh, very high performance, very robust, to a more broader set that is still, of course, uh, made to be very robust and very dependable, but now we're also catering to a, a lot of end user types directly. And we think that also benefits these application partners because they now also have a broader set of options to offer to their customers. Right, right. Nice. And so when, when you look at kind of building that out to be for the users really end to end and offer everything that they need, um, does that mean that our partners and customers really kind of have to stick to the selected solutions that we offer or is there more that they can choose from? Oh, they, yeah, they don't have to stick to what we offer at all. Um, they can, they can, you know, use our choices, particularly we have some customers who like to, you know, have one organization that they work with and have one set of support, you know, support number and that kind of thing. But if you've, if you've followed InterSystems over the last years, you know, you've probably heard the term freedom of choice, which um, is something that we've, we've used in a number of ways, but certainly the goal was to provide our customers with access to the tools that they want to use. Um, so it's kind of a, we call it a native plus open approach, which is having some things that are embedded in the platform developed here at InterSystems, like our uh, InterSystems Iris business intelligence, our OLAP engine, and our NLP tool, which are embedded into the, the product but also to, to make sure that we can support other tools by supporting key standards like MDX and PMML and UEMA so that we can be interoperable with those tools. And um, so, yeah, so that's that's really the goal there. And I think as, as Benjamin said, over the last year or so, we've kind of uh, looked up or moved up the stack, I guess, to um, looking at how the business users are interacting with our technology, something that's that's still relatively new, but things like InterSystems reports, where it's getting information all the way to the end user about you know what about what's happening with their data. Right, right, nice, and I, I think um, you know us in the learning group have experienced this as well. Like as we have progressed our technology stack over the years, right, it 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 can, it can become a lot to keep track of. Like what is what is in each umbrella of the entire stack, right? So. Um, I know each of the three of you kind of have your products and features that are in your specialty areas. So, um, Carmen, starting with you, kind of just for the users that might have been exposed to these different features and products within InterSystems, they've seen it on the learning site or the corporate site. Um, what features fit into this AI in analytics umbrella, at least within your area? And then we can also ask Benjamin and Tom the same question. Yeah, that sounds great. And yeah, I guess we have made things a little a little more exciting for you guys, haven't we? <laughs> by giving you more to talk about. For sure. Um, yeah, so I, I mentioned at the start that, you know, my my focus is on kind of business intelligence and reporting and, and that sort of stuff. So um, so I think of the, the kind of users that I think about are analysts and data modelers, um, all the way to the business user who's interacting with something like Tableau or Power BI on the desktop, right? Yep. Um, and so these people are, are often, um, they're, kind of labeled as non-technical, but in some ways they have to, you know, they have 
work to do to understand the data and be able to visualize it in a way that makes sense to their end consumers and the people who are making business decisions with it. So so the things that I look after are um, Intersystems Iris Business Intelligence, or BI, formerly known as DeepSea, um, Intersystems Reports, which has now been available for about a year, um, third-party uh, integrations with uh, Power BI and, and Tableau and, and that sort of thing. And then very soon, I'm very excited about that with with our 21.1 release, we will uh, be including adaptive analytics, which um, is uh, basically a a layer in between InterSystems Iris and those BI tools to allow you to do some common data modeling and uh, query acceleration. So yeah, so that's kind of, those are the things that I look after. Nice, nice. That's great. And we do, I think we had recently some adaptive analytics content coming out. I know some of my colleagues worked on that in the learning groups. That's great. Um, Benjamin, what about yours? Well, I'd like to think more about a second category of users that are not, um, that are typically more more technical folks. So it's it's really data professionals, such as data scientists, data engineers. So people who are really uh, very much hands-on with the data itself and aren't um, the end consumers of the of the insight. So maybe they 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 build things for the the personas that Carmen was uh, was talking about. For example, could be uh, that they're building a predictive model, or that they're building a particular uh, subset of the data, a data mart, or or, or, some, or a data pipeline that feeds the uh, the data warehouse. So these um, typically rolled up sleeves kind of folks, they would they would be using capabilities such as our. Uh, our InterSystems Iris text analytics capabilities, the Apache Spark connector to access data that's stored on Iris from Apache Spark. Um, some of the, the stuff that we've been adding recently to our uh, SQL engine also fits, fits this, this, this group of users. Um, and if you've, uh, if you've happened to have watched the session that we presented at the Virtual Summit last year about our integration with Alteryx, that's another example of, uh, of, of an integration or of a combination of products that cater specifically to these data professionals. So that uh, although um, we specifically work with Alteryx to um, offer non-technical people or less technical people also the ability to get really hands-on with, uh, with complicated data. Right, right. Nice. And so it sounds like in that answer, you sort of um, begun the transition to what I'm about to ask Tom about, which is sort of uh, that AI and ML part that we haven't really gotten into quite yet. So I think, Tom, that's your area. Tell us a little bit about the products that are in that that spot of the umbrella, basically, and, and where the impact is there. Yeah, thanks. So, um, you know, one of the um, groups that we're looking at to to kind of enable with this AI and machine learning are even our more traditional kind of uh, audience that it could be developers that know SQL, know the data, but they're really trying to just use the insights from a predictive model within their applications or workflows. And for that, they can use integrated ML. It might be a model that was developed with a lot of input from the data scientists and the other groups that we're um, talking about here. But then when they actually want to use it, integrated ML with SQL makes it very simple to use that model. And we support PMML as well in that workflow. So even if that model was developed in a completely different data science environment, you can use it within these um, mission critical applications that are your everyday data flow that that this traditional kind of developer audience really needs to to rely on. So um, 
we're going after um, you know AI and, and ML from a very practical viewpoint to try to overcome some of the challenges that people typically have in actually developing an application that uses a machine learning model. Right, right. Nice. And, you know, I think that speaks to the, you know, evolution of this entire kind of umbrella of products and features, you know, capping it off with that really all the way through the machine learning and AI element of it, making it accessible to people that weren't previously experts there. Um, Tom, kind of uh, following up on that a little bit, can you talk about the benefit? So, you know, we, we've we've run through these features, right? Like, what is really the benefit for somebody to use InterSystems stack of analytics and AI features and products um, versus using their own things like we talked about earlier with third-party tools and everything like what's the benefit of, of really basing your analytics and AI approach around the inner system stack well as Carmen mentioned you know there's that real fundamental aspect of us being open and also providing some functionality built in we're also doing uh, you know getting back to integrated ML we're uh, pre-configuring a lot of frameworks that that are complex to set up and 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 install and and work together with all of your other uh, components of your larger system. So that know-how and then supporting that with like a single phone number and a and a consistent uh, view of our customer can can really make the difference in in making it easy to work work with us. Uh, we hear that in a lot of different metrics uh, that uh, from our customers, and so that's a, a really nice uh, thing about working with us and also working for InterSystems as an employee. Uh, it's unique. And another thing I wanted to mention uh, for that developer audience, for people that are building systems, uh, we're 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 coming out with embedded Python support within our platform, so that people will be able to write server side and 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 very complex applications just using Python and being able to go back and forth between our native uh, object script and Python code as we roll this out in the future. So that's an exciting thing for people that are that are really trying to uh, have one central uh, kind of application development environment. Python is a critical uh, part of, of many ecosystems and, and provides a lot of functionality, a lot of different libraries. So it's important we support that. Yeah, and we've actually had some discussions. I think Embedded Python could be a future episode um, as we look at uh, the development of these products and features. So we've had some discussions about that for sure. Um, kind of building off of one of the things you said about being, you know, one of the ad advantages is being open and being able to connect with other technologies. And and so I want to revisit, Carmen, your area of the, you know, product and feature umbrella, which um, a lot of times, as I understand it, with some of these newer capabilities that are higher up on the stack, they can sometimes be partnerships versus actually homegrown technologies. Can you talk a little bit about that difference and kind of where the benefit is for a user to be able to understand what's available between each of those options? Yeah, sure. And and that's uh yeah, that's an I think an important question because you know, I think as we extend into other parts of the organizations that we work with, um, you know, this whole idea of of open and having embedded capabilities um, is important. And I think as we extend, we, we broaden the amount of work that our, our team needs to do, right? So it, right. in terms of building products, um, the other side of that is that, uh, or the other aspect of that is that we know that our customers have tools that they're already using that they wanna keep using. So so that's that's important too. Um, but I think the you know the the decisions that we make around when to build and and when to to partner 
um, are largely based in, in trying to get a deep understanding of what the needs are of these end users and um, also kind of building on our strengths. So InterSystems has a lot of key strengths, things that we've been working on for you know decades. And we wanna continue to emphasize those while we add capabilities potentially more quickly with, with partner products in areas that are not key strengths for us, like reporting. Right, I think that's a that's a good example, or API management. Right, we have the that's been a, a yep. very successful partnership um, with uh, you know that that we've now you know has been around for a couple of years. And I think you know the reality is we've always done partnerships. They just probably haven't been quite as visible as they right, right. as they are now. But it does really allow us to extend extend the platform, get things to market um, more quickly but still maintain um, you know, the ability of our customers to count on InterSystems for support, for making sure these things work together, um, and for you know, looking, at, you know, looking at things in the long haul. So it, it, just, it, it simplifies for a lot of our right. uh, customers and partners the decisions that they have to make about which solutions to include. Right, so right. yeah, definitely not decisions that we take lightly. This is something that we, we really try to think about where our strengths are, and um, you know what the end users really need. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and also, that's where, when there's a fit with the other uh, with the other party, because we look at these in isolation um, each time, not just that their technology, but also if there is a business fit. If if these right. are people that are in it for the long run, just uh, just like us, uh, right. this isn't. Uh, this this is really uh, focused on do are we doing the target users a favor by offering this as a combined package. Right. So right. That, that's right. really what we're aiming for with these partnerships. And I think mm -hmm. uh, API management uh, reports have been great examples of how we can uh, take this, uh, combine the strengths of, of, of our data platform with a particular complementary uh, capability that our customers, our customers that we know well, uh, were looking for. So, so those, are, those are really good examples right. of where, where it's been working excellently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just to add one more, and I know that that is in your ballpark, Tom, is like our partnership with Data Robot, for example, where, where you know, another partner has, has good experience and um, expertise in machine learning, and we can roll that in with the service and products that we offer, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Data Robot is a category leader, a creator of a whole category of auto ML for enterprise. So they're, they're really, uh, uh, they know their stuff in machine learning and we have a seamless integration. So, and many different ways that we can support getting data that people aggregate, normalize in our platform, and then utilize, uh, get insights, drive predictions using data robot machine learning models that they can create. So it really can work well. Right. For sure. So um, looking at kind of all of those partnerships and technologies that we've made ourselves, um, it can be a lot to, to look at everything that's available, right? And I know, Carmen, you had mentioned in your last answer there, kind of identifying what solutions are right to use for a given person. So um, Benjamin, kind of looking at what a typical customer might be using, are they using everything that we have? Are they using a subset, kind of one thing? Like what's, what's the typical usage for a customer, you know, within this entire umbrella of analytics and AI products and features? It would be great if there would be a customer that uses everything. Uh, but it's, it's like walking into a home improvement store. You don't need anything. Uh, you, you don't need a thing from each and every alley. 
you may think that you need something for, or at least I think that I need something from every alley. Um, but it usually really comes down to the scenario that they're after. So if you are a supply chain management application developer and you want the real-time view on where your goods are, then InterSystems Iris BI is the perfect solution for that because of the, the tight interaction with, uh, with our persistent data. Um, it, it will it will give you exactly that. If you are a big investment bank who needs to cater to a very broad audience that uses different uh, different tools already, and you really have this huge data data volume that you can't possibly have indices for in each and every dimension, then InterSystems Iris Adaptive Analytics would be a terrific uh, solution for that kind of use case. So it it really depends on on what you're trying to achieve, and of course the broader our footprint at a customer, the more likely it is that they'll be using multiple tools and we've made sure that they work well together. But it's uh, it, it really depends on, on what you're trying to achieve. Right, right. So yeah, so I think certainly, you know, customers leveraging as much as they can and being able to, you know, maximize the benefit that they're getting out of, you know, their situation and the tools that are available to them. Um, Tom, I know you've worked with a particular customer who does this really well, if you want to share briefly about that. Uh, yeah, we work very closely with uh, Bay State. Uh, health, which is a large uh, healthcare provider in the western uh, half of Massachusetts, and you know they are leveraging a whole uh, host of our technologies with aggregating, collecting healthcare data from millions of patients, and then being able to take that data along with information that they might have about their patients, not only their history of all their medications and and encounters in the health uh, in in the health system. But uh, uh, whatever data they can bring together and try to predict things about care, about cost of care, and also in this time of COVID, being able to uh, optimize their operations wherever they uh, find some of the, some some needs, and having a platform that that can put the data together and then also uh, develop machine learning models for for these uh, these kinds of applications is really critical for them. Right. Right. Nice. That's awesome. Um, so looking at kind of everything we've talked through and all these great products and features, um, I wanted to end with a quick kind of, you know, around the table here, where do you see things going next and, and what's the future within this area of the product and the technology? Um, so Carmen, we can start with you. Sure. Yeah. And I'll give you a very biased answer because I'm <laughs> really excited about what's coming out with adaptive analytics. And so I really think that, uh, this idea of being able to use the same platform for, um, you know, transactional and analytic data work workloads is going to be something that people will, that our customers will really be able to leverage, and um, you know, and it will I think show them good good cost of ownership as yeah. well as additional capabilities. Right. Nice, Benjamin. Your thoughts? We're working on uh, making analytical querying faster for you, so we're really excited about uh, the preliminary results we're seeing. It's really an order of magnitude kind of uh, kind of improvement. Nice. Uh, for these queries. So can't promise a specific version number just yet, but stay tuned and, and uh, probably around Virtual Summit we'll have a lot more to say about this. Nice. That's exciting. And Tom, what about you? Yeah, I think uh, for integrated ML and for uh, machine learning within our platform, we want to support more of the variety of data, different data types uh, that you can store and, and be able to learn about as well as the, the volume we want to be able to support ever larger uh, collections of data. And so those are some two very important uh, aspects that we're going to be improving and uh, increasing our capabilities going forward. 
Right, right. Great. So Carmen, Benjamin, and Tom, thank you so much. Been a great overview, I think, of the entire umbrella here that we're looking at. So uh, looking forward to deeper dives into these in the future. So thanks for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us, Derek. So thanks again to Carmen, Benjamin, and Tom for joining us for that discussion. Hopefully that provided a little more context around the products and features within the analytics and AI domain here at InterSystems. For more information, you can always refer to the main InterSystems website, intersystems.com, for information about product releases. For deeper dives into these technologies, keep an eye on learning.intersystems.com for new materials on these topics as we develop them. That'll do it for episode 17. We'll see you next time on Data Points.